Hey, everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Y'all, women are taking over the music awards, and I couldn't be any happier. Plus, we got Gia Banks and Lauren LaGrasso in studio. Stay tuned. Boop. Presented by AfterBuzz TV and live from Los Angeles, California, it's AfterBuzz Tonight with Jesse Janity. AfterBuzz TV's first late night talk show with a millennial mindset. From trending topics to interviews with your favorite influencers, celebrities, and performers, we've got it all. So grab your favorite late night snack and join the conversation. And now your host, Jesse Janity. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> what up, AfterBuzz? It's your boy uh, DJ Jesse J, and welcome back to your favorite night of the week, Mondays. I'm joining Sudo. She's back. Miss Jayla Rocks in oh the my building. God. Thank you for having me. I miss this room so much. What's up? It's me, Jayla Rocks, and I'm back in the building. In her own little corner, in her own little chair. She hey, gon' be what, whatever she hey, wanna hey, be. Hey. Y'all, we got a full show for you, ladies and gentlemen, yes. boys and girls. We got the one and only Miss Gia Banks in our yes. Gia. Okay. I'm a first timer. It's so good to be here. I'm so happy to be in this room with all this great lighting, honey. I heard yeah. <laughs> Looking bald as fuck. Yes. I'm so happy to be here, y'all. Me too. Okay, so we got so much to talk about. Oh my god. We got some hot topics to talk about. Oh, we got some child. trending topics to talk some about. And we got some nests to talk about. Okay. Well, we don't get Just make sure bang. you guys stay tuned because we got Lauren Lagrasso coming in the second half of the show and she got some new music that y'all ain't ready for. Ew, ew, okay. ew. All right, let's talk about it. So hot off the press, Chick-fil-A just came out uh-huh. talking about uh, that they no longer will be serving what, chicken? waffle fries? Just chicken. kidding. Uh-huh. Anti-LGBTQ people. So basically, they in the sense of so a lot of people were upset because they used to donate to places like the Salvation Army okay. uh, and there's another Christian uh, com- uh, church or whatever that they used okay. to donate to so a lot of LGBTQ people were very upset that Chick-fil-A was supporting these they had a four year deal or something where they ha- had to donate to these companies and now that that is off the records they came out to say that they no longer will support those charities anymore so they are, are they stepping on the ally wagon or are they saying, okay, we don't want the press, the negative press, and we just going to support like these companies? Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to play this person. I'm all devil's for advocate? the, maybe not devil's advocate, but just hear me out. <laughs> so I think that everybody wants to change at some part. And I believe that everybody has a change of heart. And, you know, times are changing. Maybe these people are saying, like, you know what? Yeah, that was our grandmas and grandpas that had control of that. But now that I'm able to use my platform for good, I'm going to change this whole Chick-fil-A ordeal around. So, but my question to you guys is Uh that um, do we get upset that, not upset, but like, okay, yes, they're making the change of not supporting these companies, but they aren't now they aren't haven't moved past it and said okay, but now we want to support companies that support that. Is it is it 
is there a time frame? Like, realistically, I feel like, um, it's a little too late, y'all. Like, really? y'all missed y'all mark. Um, I mean, you... I, personally, I'm offended. And okay. I feel like, as a black trans woman, you yeah. should be too. You know what I mean? It's just realistic for us uh, to be a part of the community, for for us to be in a place to where everyone is included, everyone is accepted. I, I just... It's just like where where do you have time to be prejudiced? So to, yeah, you, it, so to you, it feels like it's more a PR stunt. Like okay, for sure, you were getting, <laughs> you were getting <laughs> crazy for us not to think that. Well, because yeah. now look, now okay. Chick Fil A looking like well, Papa's well, got them the chicken coming in. Papa's yeah. got them chicken sandwiches and now. honey. The line is through the door. I mean, I just literally I live did on, you have one in in the inner city? I live yeah. in the inner city, so realistically, I had one like when they first came out, like strategically Way before, yeah. at and after after hours time because realistically I knew there was not going to be a line literally on my way here tonight guys right. there was a freaking line yeah. Yeah. yeah it's ridiculous but I mean that's the comparison that's who they're competing yeah. with so yeah they're going to try to stay on their A game and you know apologize but we have to be realistic mm-hmm. we can't support that Right. Yeah. I agree. I know. I, I, I haven't love been that. to Chick Fil A in a so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, That's if it fine. wasn't for the Polynesian sauce, I probably wouldn't. And the story. <laughs> and honestly, you can just walk up to the window and be like, "Hey, I just got an order. Can I get like five Polynesian sauce? You just go mm-hmm. get them. Polynesian yeah. Robin Hood, steal from the rich, and you give to yourself <laughs> if you pull. Oh, <laughs> All right, moving on from that. Okay, so women in music right now—it's a beautiful thing. I don't know if y'all watched the Soul Train Awards mm-hmm. last night. I did. I glimpsed at it. I, I wish I could have been. Shout out to my Vogan family. Shout out to Jamal. And um, MJ Hernandez, I mean, she just kind of stole the show, realistically. I mean, I woke up this morning and all down my timeline, it was just like LGBT acceptance and appreciation. And I just, I commend the producers for incorporating Mm -hmm. that segment into the show. Because it is is happening. It is in, in the now. It is the new now for us, realistically. I mean, Ballroom has been authentic. It has been a part of... Um, the LGBTQ for community for so long, you know, and it's it's just brilliant and it's amazing to have that full circle moment and also to see my peers and people that I've been performing with and dancing with and voguing with forever get yeah. their roses. And especially in a place like the Soul Train Awards. Yes. Like versus like yes. the BT Awards or MTV yeah. Awards where it's like, okay, MTV will use Vogue, but it's in like a Madonna performance, but it's not really celebrated as that. For it's us. more yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Ballroom yeah. is black history. Hello. Yeah. Okay, let's let's be very clear on that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, but to get into all that, so there's a few things on the lineup coming up because we all know award season is starting to kick its own way back for the music world and I'm super excited the AMAs are coming up this weekend they just Ooh, announced yes. that the one and only Miss Sierra will be hosting the American Music Awards Ooh. okay She's in this hosting gig now. She hosts a show on Nickelodeon. I like uh, it. The family yeah. sing, greatest singers yep. or whatever. Um, she like whatever prayer she did. She's getting the man. She's getting she did the, the money. Yeah. Is that is that what it is? I commend okay. my sis. I yeah. commend her. Like realistically, I can I can appreciate her 
not only plug in evolution, but <laughs> just realistically seeing her evolve, you know what I mean? From a young girl from Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. who is extremely talented and it's kind of overlooked. And was putting on music when you know? she was above, she was beyond her time yeah, when she first sure. came out. I, I Because agree. no one was putting music out like Sierra. I mean, I literally still perform goodies like <laughs> it's the first time I heard Ever it. Had the I got the with the bottom titties you know, out. Yeah. Yeah. Showing, I mean, really, in the body chain. You know what I mean? It's just like signature yeah. aesthetic for her. And it's just great to see her full circle. Yeah. You know, she deserves everything she that's does coming in her it. direction. I'm a fan. For sure. And I love that she's somebody that who who can dip her toes in everything. And a little Fashion, bit of everything. music, yes. hosting. And I think hosting is it. Like, don't get into acting. We don't need you to be a Beyonce and do the acting thing. <laughs> I like the hosting Oops. thing. Mm-hmm. I like it. But why I want to do this is so, you know, Miss Gia, she performs around the world. I'm, and yes. I, I want to do this clip because you honored Sierra. Yes. 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 But I do want a little She's dance tribute. This is Pride, right? Yes, this, this, this is last Pride. West Hollywood Pride. Um, this is opening night. Hey. Paula Abdul was headlining, so it was a pretty big deal. Um, shout out to Mac Cosmetics yeah. for the amazing stage. Um, they honestly have. They showed out this past oh, year. They yeah. show out every year, you know what I mean? And even in reference to New York City and World Pride and how they actually support, they actually are hands on and sponsorship mm-hmm. and making sure that the people create the space for us to have equality Mm. and to feel like one unit and I think that's what a lot of the times a lot of uh, corporations and brands and businesses they forget that you know they're they're just trying to get a lead on you know the the happening the hot and the now and the coins like you said but realistically it's like what are you doing to set yourself apart in this business and this in this industry what makes you stand out and I just I really appreciate Mac for giving me the opportunity and creating that beautiful space I mean really look at the stage <laughs> right, and thing. take yeah. a look right now yes. because right, please get in people look, here's Miss Gia Bangs <laughs> as Sierra yes <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen many performances of yours, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I've seen your sultry and all this. Yes. But there was, I said to you, there was something about this performance that I felt like it birthed something new in you, and I, I saw a different side of you that I always have seen in you, but yeah. I saw it yeah. come out Ooh, in a different way. Yes. Tell me about your year right now with and how this performance kind of enhanced that. It changed that for you. so much. Um, realistically, I I spent 
two years in a, a really awkward place with performing. Um, and I think it's because a lot of people get so hung up on um, trying to create music. Um, and for me, I was so... Um, disappointed in myself for a little while because I kept hearing, you should do music, you should do music, you should do music, and I'm like, bitch, I can't sing. Like, what, like, what does that <laughs> no, mean? Yeah, yeah, what does that mean, really, in, in all honesty? Because I, I feel it's like funny, that's what it is. I've known you, and I went on, I was searching on YouTube, and I came across music video. Like, you actually have shot Yeah, videos. yeah, so, but that's, for me, that's that's content, yep. That those are theatric moments, but uh, for me, it's it's still emulation. Mm. It's still um, impersonating. You know what I mean? Because I'm not a vocalist. I mean, I, I do sound sultry when I talk. But <laughs> however, I'm not a singer. You right. know what I mean? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push something on the forefront that mm-hmm. I can't commit to. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, after so did you feel like when someone said that to you, like okay, I can't do this because people are wanting this, and should I be like you were? Yeah, there was there was yourself? a continuous battle and almost like you know a- what I'm saying and and for me I I I was presented with the opportunity to perform headlining at pride um, and and for me it was it was more so a big deal just because I had never been in that placement mm-hmm. so for me showcasing something authentic was really and truly what I wanted to do but I felt like it was time for me to step to the plate and change my dynamic. Mm-hmm. I had performed Sierra a couple times before, and I never really um, considered myself to be an impersonator. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I just was feeling like that the vibe, vibe, that yeah, moment. Right. So let me just go with it. Being a technical trained dancer, I kind of took heed to situations like that with dancers and vocalists that can dance as well as perform. So I considered it again. Um, It was brought to my attention that I was really good at it. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go all out this one time. Let me give it a fucking shot. And bitch hair oh magic. You heard the crowd. Because I've seen you perform live before and I was a couple of tequila shots in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) I've seen you do a middle split and I was like, uh take my money bitch. So Much deserved. Yes, Much yeah. deserved. Yeah. What she can do in two feet, two by four feet. Yeah, and right. so that's realistically, that's that's why I'm so um, grateful that I was able to get the opportunity to really showcase my talents in a platform, in a space to where it was like a real stage. Mm-hmm. It was a real audience. Yeah. I mean, I, I can commend my trans sisters and also my drag queen sisters that work five days a week at these gay bars, yeah. at these hole in the walls. You know what I mean? Because after a while, you, you start questioning and thinking to yourself, what the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah. You know, because realistically, it's like, it's it's gratifying to see a crowd go crazy and they throw a couple dollars. But at the end of the day, it, that's really only gas money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's really only money for fucking Taco Bell or Jack in a Box at the end of the night to kiki with your girlfriends, buy a little 20 bag of weed. You know what I'm saying? Just, just being authentic. You know what I'm saying? And in realistic situations, I feel like we are overlooked mm-hmm. and overshadowed. And I commend the drag queens that are consistent because it is so difficult as a trans woman to be considered because we're overshadowed. You know what I'm saying? And and that's why I'm here. I'm just I'm just trying to create a special lane for girls like me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted I want to build off that too because let's, let's it's build. you know it's it, 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 yes girl. 
fucking build. <laughs> We're just going to fucking build it off. No, because, so, obviously it's Trans Awareness Week. and Ooh, with, let's be aware. Let, okay. <laughs> let's be aware. Mm. Stay woke. But, again, it's, you know, it's something, and I love Jayla, too, because, you know, Jayla called me, and she was like, hey, let's have a real discussion about let's this. Let's talk about you know? But let's not just talk about it this week. Like, let's mm. make this, like, a, a thing. thing. Yeah. And I said that I agree with the same thing, because, you know, here, it's funny, I grew up on a Native American reservation, and to I, just until that this year, mm-hmm. end of last year, this year, I found out that there's a Native American month. And it's oh, wow. so funny, because I'm like... No, that's not on a calendar anywhere or anything yeah. like that. You know, how long has it taken for Black History Month to get a month? Right, right. Yeah. That, it's a month. And then we only have a trans awareness week. Right. You know? <laughs> but the thing is, is that, it, you know, and I love that, Jayla, you said to me, you said, the thing is, is like, we can have all these events and the weeks and the months and all that, but like, until it, it, it doesn't matter because it just needs to be normalized. Yeah. And I love that because. I think on a general scale, that's where we need to be in life with people and everything. It's just, what do you do? Right. Not who are you sleeping with? What are you doing? Um, and I want to get into the topic of the Breakfast Club because we had Miss Flame Monroe, mm. Miss or Mister, as he goes by every noun or pronoun and whatnot. He has a hashtag called He, She, We. So... I watched this, and off top, Flame Monroe, I didn't know much about at what I thought her. When I saw her comedy, I thought, you know, okay, it's funny, what the clips that I had seen. But to watch this interview, I was really pulled back a little bit. And so I want to open the floor because she said some things that I... <laughs> I, as a white gay male, have no right to discuss, or but I want to learn and I want to know. So everything I have been taught from women and my friends like you uh, absolutely has got, been erased by what she said, in a sense. Because my question is, is she claims that she, he, she, we, to start a hashtag like this and say, he gets the check, she gets this, I'm not cutting my dick off, it, you know, and cracking jokes and all this kind of stuff and not really committing to a label or whatnot, um, how does that affect the L, but then to continue to say the LGB, I'm a part of the LGBT community and my trans sisters and saying things like that how does that make you feel in a sense of like does that feel sisterly does that feel like your flame Monroe is helping the community move forward or moving backwards with words like that and starting a hashtag like he she we um for me personally I try I, I personally didn't take offense to her experience because you, that is Flame's experience. So you understand that world it's, of it's, what it's she It's not explained. that I understand it. I just I just feel like personally, um, it's so easy to get caught up. You go, it ain't gonna hear. I know it looks like okay. it should be like that. Okay, this is okay. it. All right, Speak that's it. People that's it. look right in that camera. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, realistically though, um, I see both sides of the spectrum, um, and I feel like even in in um, in reality, when it comes to heterosexual lifestyles, we even have like the grandparents who are somewhat like um, uh, culture shock. They're yeah. a little like uh, old fashioned, as we call it, or um, stuck in their ways. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I just felt like there was not enough clarity with her expressing 
that that's her experience. Basically, her story. She didn't really get to explain her story. Well, no, she explained her story very well. She was very vulnerable with us, I I think. But I feel like she forgot to mention throughout that that that's her experience and that's how she feels and that's her perception. Mm. And she she kind of put us all yeah. included and it was just kind of like I don't think we all feel that way <laughs> um, for sure I don't um, and in all honesty um, my sister Hope Giselle who had a strong rebuttal about it um, I feel like it needs to be delegated it needs to be expressed you so know what explain I mean? because, because I didn't see the rebuttal what was okay, Giselle well, and I know Giselle, I mean, of it's, Giselle. It's, it's not that she was personally offended but I think she was speaking as a whole Mm -hmm. and it is it is in a place for us to talk about um because it's not old it's not a secret anymore you know what I mean we are here living our lives in the full potential aesthetic so it is something that needs to be conversed Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah um but the bigger issue is um, when you speak from experience, you have to be very clear that it is my experience. And I appreciate what Hope mentioned um, in realistic situations as far as setting us back. Because you get so hung up on the fact that your life experience is supposed to be ours. Mm-hmm. But I don't have kids. And when I do have kids, because I am, I'm going to be a mother. Mm. Because I'm a woman. Yes, I'm a woman of trans experience, but first and foremost, I am a woman. Yes, I am black, but my gender is first. I'm a woman. So I think that's where the the frustration comes from. Because that's, what, again, with me uh, watching it, uh, I looked at it as... Okay, if my mother or my family was to watch this, this would add to the agenda of, of well, look, Flame Monroe says mm-hmm. that he's a man. No, he that's, is. again, that is Flame Monroe's <laughs> Exactly, experience. he is, honey, and yes. that is the difference. And, and in reference to that, um, my sister T.S. Madison, who is, I mean, very renowned, we mm-hmm. pretty much all know her for her work and her experience and... Mm-hmm. Um, she actually did a talk show with Hope in response to this experience. And even for her, I appreciate her authenticity so much because she mentions how um, her government name is Timothy and it's not a secret. Um, but for her, it's it's the same experience. Like, Timothy is the one who signs the yeah. check or cashes the check. But T.S. Madison is the one who is who's getting the bookings and the check. So realistically, there are two portions, there's two parts. But now, the difference uh, between T.S. Madison and Flame Monroe is T.S. Madison is referred to as she, her. So even if she was supposed to be Timothy when she's introducing herself to mm-hmm. you, that's T.S. Madison. Mm-hmm. And that's what she wants to be respected and called. Right. And that's just what it is. I mean, there are some people that get so caught up in the mega uh, clout. And it, it, it's still smart, you know, to be marketable, you know, and, and create numbers and volumes. But realistically, um, you have to be comfortable with who you are. 
You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just what the bottom line is. Mm -hmm. And I I think that we get so caught up in being comfortable and okay with what we're not that sometimes we will... um, realistically like you know take the shadow of the doubt and and just stick with it and it's it's so hindrance to girls like us who are actually fighting for our reality it's just yeah. unheard of yeah well it's funny because i feel like in movements there are certain steps and i looked at this one like because I, I understand and like for you to say i understand her experience yeah. his experience yeah yeah for sure. I understand that. I get it. Absolutely. I hear everything that he's saying, but but I know that you're also on a platform, and I I also I fight with the fact of like saying I don't want to be a role model. You are Period. because now you're saying things, and now we're talking about it because it's on a, such a global level. Yeah. Exactly. So Jayla, what did you? How did you take that interview, and where was your mindset? Did you feel it was a forward motion or a backward motion in that? With that conversation. I agree with everything. I'm not going to repeat the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh. Don't make me feel good. All right. Well, we on um, something. Go on, girl. <laughs> Go on, Because we can talk about this all day. All so day. We'll, oh. save, we'll save a specific episode for that. But yes. In the meantime, we're going like, to lightheart this thing up in here. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to play a little game. So the holidays are right around the corner and the first holiday that's coming up that most people are excited for is Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is supposed to be a place where you all gather with your family and talk about what you're thankful for. And then beat the shit. Native Americans. Well, and then beat the shit out of each other on Friday for Black Friday. So (laughs) it's no shade. Well, hey, (laughs) I'll see you on Cyber Monday, girl. So we're gonna play a little game like a this or that. Which one would you rather survive your Thanksgiving with? Okay. Okay. All right. So the first one: Would you rather have no mac and cheese or no ham? No ham. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hard one. No. It is so hard. You're doing so good already. Fuck <laughs> um, <laughs> it. No mac and cheese. Okay. Oh, you picking the ham? I got it. yo. Oh, yo, not okay. your gut gonna be fucked up. Right. No, it's not. That's I'm with you. I'm good. Don't me. Put that negative away, positive around. Okay. All right. So the next. Wait, one no. Is, what you doing? Oh, I'm definitely like, I can go without no mac and cheese. <laughs> I gotta have. I gotta have some ham. I'm sorry. Period. Honey baked. All right. Yeah. Period. Some honey baked. Glazed with a little cherry and pineapple on top. All right. So the next one. No alcohol or no music? Oh, no alcohol. No music? What? What are we doing? There, there's no cha-cha slide? What? It's not Thanksgiving. No. Mm, what do you think? Well, where am I? I'm at Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving? Yeah. Friendsgiving, being, I can do music. You're being complicated. Okay? Right. Girl. Whatever table you're at, whatever function you're at. I need the liquor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll sing a song. Right. Yeah, that's what I say. Mm-hmm. So I I'm need a dancer. Yeah. I don't want to play. Yeah. I need to work that that turkey off. I'm gonna give you a <laughs> Yeah, I need to get all that off. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. All right. So the next one is no seasoning. Or no sides at all. Just turkey. 
What? So it would either have to like be just Skip. a seasoned hand, uh, turkey. No, or yeah, just a regular turkey and no size, no mac and cheese, none of that. Just turkey. Oh no, or, you mean a seasoned or, turkey and nothing, or, yeah, or just, a dry turkey with size. Just no seasonings on any of the food. So you have all the food with no seasonings, or none of the food with just a turkey. Now is this how they cooked it? Look, it's either no seasoning Look. or no sides. Which one? Oh. No seasoning. Okay. Yeah, because I need the ma- like I would. Yeah, we gonna really figure out the turkey I'm like that. Fi- I'm gonna find your cabinet, especially and if all not- the stuff they're shooting these turkeys up with these days, honey. I don't really. <laughs> I don't need another MSG. I put it on my plate just so nobody feels any type of blame. Yeah, you know? You know the fucking vibe. And if I don't eat it, I'm going to put a napkin over it and just yeah, move it on to the And just like, turn the plate what? over so in the trash. Cool. This now, is let's go play two. spades. All right, here we go. So, sweet potato pie or apple pie? Apple. Apple. I am shocked. Because everyone don't know how you to do it. You didn't say pumpkin, bitch. I don't, that's I don't even know that about sweet potato. Girl, I'm, so, what you mean? I'm from Atlanta, so oh, I gotta I get, get it. it. Yeah, no offense. No, I get it. Where's the shade bell? Where's the shade bell? Alright, so the last one mm-hmm. a table of all of your exes oh. or your shadiest family members. Oh, my shadiest, shadiest family, family members. members. They're exes for a reason, bitch. I don't want to see them. Bye. Especially on Thanksgiving. Right, because I am. Thankful. You mean? I want my cranberries off. Unless I'm getting a golden ticket to heaven. Uh, yeah, well, I wish enough. you guys a very happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Can you guys go- believe it is next week? No. Uh, it's, yeah, it's really next week. So I mean, hey, oh my and, god, and Christmas to be right bloated. Yes, <laughs> Christmas right around the corner. Yeah. All right. Oh, I can't wait. Gia, so I see that you was just uh, giving everybody life in this new. Uh, you're acting now. Oh my yes. god. Yes. My song. Yes, Ragnar- I'm so Ragnaron. It's happening. The comic um, book series brought yes, to life by the Milan first Christopher. LGBTQ um, comic, which is surprisingly a really fucking big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, for me, like, I, I just took the opportunity and was like, I, I need to do this. Yeah. Like, I need to do this now because. I am no longer a person. I am a vessel, mm. if that makes sense. Yes. For my community as a whole, and when I mean my community, that's LGBTQ, LGBTQABCDEFGHRJKLMNP, okay? PTSD. For all of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not just for my girls, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just a great experience to work with a group of people that were so open, that were so vulnerable, and a lot of us are new to acting, so there was a lot of hiccups, you know, but it was so great that nobody was judgmental, Mm -hmm. nobody was trying to act better or, like, above. We were always, like, helping each other throughout the whole process. Um, I just definitely want to give a shout-out to Milan Christopher and the entire cast, because this is something that needs to happen. I see both sides of it with him. I see people hating on him and and giving him him his foster. What creativity can take. But at the same time, exactly. But at the same time, I think, you know, obviously he's somebody who is working with what he has and yeah. to be able to even think of creating, like you said, I'm going to yeah. use that as a vessel yeah. to tell a story yeah. of something that as a little boy I see him probably looking at and being like, why don't Me I see too, myself? Guys. You know, and, and to involve his Absolutely. community instead of finding people that he could probably connect with. When he with. called me, I was like, am I ready for this? Yeah. Um, and in all honesty, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous, only because 
it was a part of my reality um, that he he actually um, portrayed my storyline a little bit. Um, and just to to see that magic happen and to be a part of it, I, I wasn't sure initially if I was ready for, you know, the reality of it. You know what I mean? Because I'm a superstar. You know what I'm saying? I love the lights. I love the cameras. I love the attention. But sometimes, realistically, like, you're not prepared for what comes with that. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I had to honestly prepare myself for because the storyline, I don't know if you guys are into it at all yet, but please, if you get the opportunity, I wanna, please. I see. I yeah. Wait, so let's good. talk about this outfit so that you have. Oh. Okay, so shout out to my, my, my one of my, my besties, Diamond, um, who is shout, an amazing... Shout out to D, D, what's up, D? <laughs> He's amazing. D. But he literally did this in a day and a half. Um, just like that green dress. Okay, so let's. Whipped she said up. you did a split, so pull back, show him the shoe. Okay, just a little light. Yeah. Light. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't talking about that outfit, but thanks for the lit. I'm yeah, talking about your, your yes. outfit in the movie. Yes, in the yeah. series. Um, so we got her lift her legs up. And oh, sure She's a performer. Yeah, that's done. That's done. We can do that. That's done. But um. Yeah, the outfit for it, um, he originally sent me some some clips of some stuff he wanted to create, and I was Mm. like, just please let me have this character, Um, because for me, I am, I am, I am that. It was so easy for me to tap into that uh, vulnerability space, because um, she was... A character that was harmed, that was broken, that was vulnerable, and that was frustrated and wanted revenge. And for me, um, as an artist, I feel like it's it's so easy to tap into that aesthetic when you're considered the underdog. Mm. You know what I mean? You use that underestimation and you create that that frustration and yeah. then that energy. It just builds. Um, so I used a lot of that for that character. And um, when he mentioned wardrobe, I was like, can I just... Let me get with my Wait, girl. Let me do it. Let me be great. And it, we just... We knocked it out the Wait, park. Wait, did Diamond help with this one, too? Diamond helped with that one, yeah. Um, he His also did my whole look on Sierra. I will yeah. make sure to give y'all the credits so Diamond okay. will be tagged in yeah. all this yes. moment. Yes, because he is so talented and just for me to to call him like two days before and for him to just boop 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 yeah. boop, boop, boop you gotta like, be on one accord to make that yes, happen yes exactly so. and and that's for me that's how I create a team mm-hmm. I work with people that I have like a genuine chemistry mm-hmm. with because for me it's it's not really work we have to connect on that level like a lot of the times, it, it can't be a picture that I show you. You have to be in my head already. And sometimes that's really hard to to deliberate or to discuss or describe something. And, and we're not connecting, if that makes sense. But me and him, a lot of the times, like, I'll he'll spit something out and I'm like, yes, yeah. bitch, that's mm-hmm. it. That's so for me, that's, that's what exactly, Queen. That's it. That's it. You nailed it. Yeah. Okay, so what can where can everyone follow you? What can we expect? I want you to look in this camera right here. Oh, that one. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. <laughs> give, hey, the, give the girls a face. Okay, so listen, you guys, make sure to follow me on Instagram. That's gotta love Gia. That's G O T T A L O V E. G I A. Yeah, I don't know why people want to spell love. It's gonna be L-U-D, down below. But yeah, yeah. We're gonna put it. Right there. 
Okay. On Facebook, I'm Gia Banks. That's G-I-A-B-A-N-K-S. On Twitter, that's the T-H-A-G-E-A spot. Yes. S-P-O-T-E. Now, you have uh, some shows coming up on the 22nd? Yes, I have um, Precinct Downtown. Oh, I um, love that place. Also going to be... Um, at Precinct the following week for Black Girl Magic. I'm in Orange County for Strut. They have a Sunday brunch that is phenomenal. I'm so excited to go down to Orange County. Elgin, you driving? so sweet. (laughs) And then... Not um, in his car, though. (laughs) I am also doing something special for the LGBTQ, um, obviously, Trans Awareness Week um, on McCadden at the LGBT Center Friday. So I'm excited about that, too. So make sure you guys follow yeah. Gotta Love Gia so you can yes, keep please. up and you can go see keep her perform because she gives. Yes. Thank you oh, so much for coming. Bye. Thank you for coming. Thank you guys for having we wish me. you the best. We wish you many banks. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shout out to her. That's why the last name is. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we have Lauren Lagrasso coming up. We're going to yes. take out. She did our white room quiz. So make sure you guys take a look, a listen, and uh, she'll be right with us right after the video. Yeah. Hey, it's Lauren Lagrasso, and you're watching After Buzz Tonight with Jesse Janity. So today we're going to play a little game. It's called Who, What, If, Where, Why. Let's go. Where is the worst place you could get stuck at? The first thing that came to my mind was a dump, like an actual garbage dump, just like being stuck there in the terrible smells forever. What song reminds you of a relationship and why? Oh man, I really love sad songs. <laughs> uh, so I guess my favorite song about a relationship would be uh, I Can't Make You Love Me by Bonnie Raitt. It's just, I think, the most heartbreakingly beautiful, sad song. And it it's just one of the best songs that ever has been in our consciousness. Who is your favorite superhero and why? I'm not a huge superhero person, but I love Wonder Woman because, you know, she's holding it down for the ladies. Respect. If you could talk to the president, what would you talk about? Oh, God. Um, I would just say, why? Why? And I would probably try to walk him to the doctor's office and get him a, a mental analysis to make sure that everything's firing on all cylinders because the way he runs his Twitter account, it really doesn't seem as if that is okay. And, uh... I would probably just ask, like, what did your parents do to you that made you this way? At the movie theaters, which armrest is yours and why? Both. I'm Lauren Lagrasso, and you're watching After Buzz Tonight. Yo, we're back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm definitely Instagram right now, so make sure you guys follow me at DJ Jesse J and check out what I'm Instagramming. <sighs> Y'all, ladies and gentlemen, we have... She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's a producer. She's an OG After Buzz host. <laughs> okay. Lauren LaGrasso in the building. What's up, Jesse? What, what, what? I love you. I love Welcome you. back. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. Yay. I love shows like this because literally I have two... These are two genuine people in yeah. my life who that I can bring onto my platform and be like, wow, I fucking love you guys because you're epic and amazing. <laughs> So shout out to you and shout out to Gia for coming on my show. Like I'm like this is amazing to me, uh, and it's baby steps and I'm growing. But thank you. Oh my God, you're growing so big, and you're just such a visionary and genius when it comes to all things creative. And I really couldn't have put out this album without your support and your help. Aww. I love you. No, I mean you were a huge, huge part 
in the aesthetic of what we ended up coming up with. And, you know, something you said to me, because we were trying to, like, be like, should I do red hair? Should I do this? And you're like, you know... Look, I worked for Bellamy for three months, and yeah. now I'm the hair guru. No, you really are, though. You've got a, an incredible eye, but you're like, let's look at Britney. She started out with her original hair. Yeah. Then she went crazy. So it's like, in, in more ways than one. But, you know, you were so right. You know, it's like, start with the original, maybe do a little flair... And then let we'll them move see it along. the authentic yeah. you, and that's what I love about you because I love you know. And it's early earlier. Gia talked about it with seeing uh, you know um, people being authentic and owning who they are. And what I love about you is that you are one of those people in my life that like. You genuinely just put it out there, and you're just like, you know what? Like, it just wasn't working for me, and I was focused. I put my, you put your focus. We talked about this so many times. We put this focus in business Mm -hmm. because that's what makes the money. But as a creative, it's suffocating. Yeah, it will kill your soul. And to hold on to that for so long, and now finally, I'm so proud of you that you finally have let that not that you've let it go, but you found a way to balance both parts of the world. What an adulting. How has that been for you? And I want to talk about the the I want to talk about the depressive side of it because mm-hmm. that's not I hate to say it, but that's something we're actually both good at doing is talking about that and owning that. How yeah. did you get out of that funk of the nine to five, the stuck in that I have to create, I have to create, but I have to make money and moving away from creativity and that suffocation. Oh, I think it's a constant battle still, because whenever you're working something that isn't... I mean, not to say producing isn't my ultimate passion. I love it, and I think it's in many ways empowered me to do what I'm doing now. But it's weird, because you have to kind of, like, shapeshift into this other version of yourself, which isn't completely authentic, and it can be draining. But one way that I started to kind of gain my creative energy back was by telling people who I really was. So now when I go in, like, unless I'm, like, sitting with Gwyneth Paltrow, because, like, you know, realistically, she's she's focused on something else. (laughs) But, uh, like, when I go into rooms now, I tell people all the things I do, and that makes me feel like I'm not a fraud. Because it was, what was making me feel like a fraud and not being able to be creative after work was not being able to share who I really was. And I've been a performer since I was three years old. I did my first musical, like, I danced my first recital when I was two and a half, did my first musical when I was three. So walking into those rooms and hiding that piece of myself felt like lying. And so once I stopped doing that and, like, came out as myself, it was easier to be creative in the after hours. Was there a confusion point for you where, because I go through that, Mm -hmm. where... I'm 34 years old, and it's like I'm finally like love, like getting to a place of really loving myself and remembering what that felt like. Because there was a point where I genuinely like, bitch, you couldn't tell me nothing, right? And then there's all that in between, which outside forces which I attach to, right? How did you get that 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 mindset of, you know what? Did you have that awkward moment of like, oh wait, it's okay to be me? Like we were because you were hiding it, you were putting it in this. We talked about the jackets, wearing like right. suit jackets, and you really just wanted to wear a fucking boa. Like, right? What did that feel? What was that kind of journey for you? Uh, well, I think that there were years when I felt ashamed, and like there were people in my circle who were making me feel ashamed of being multiple things. But then I realized oh, being civilians. yes, exactly. But being a multi hyphenate isn't a curse; it's a blessing, and it actually mm-hmm. makes you understand every 
person in the room versus this is my one lane and I'm just going to stick to it. It it makes you an interesting person. So um, I guess the, is the question like how did I finally get to a place where I could open up about that? Yeah. Because it was making me miserable. Because I was depressed. And I was every time the reason I have that podcast Unleash Your Inner Creative is because every time I've been depressed in my life was when I was denying who I was which is really a creative being. And I realized that repressed creativity is the cause of so much of the world's suffering. So I couldn't do it anymore because I felt like I was dying inside. So I slowly, like, it wasn't like overnight. I was like, this is me. And guess what? I still have a long way to go. But, like, slowly, step by step, I started revealing a little bit. Oh, I have a show tomorrow night. Oh, I, I did a podcast with this person. So it's not like, I'm a podcast star. It's like little things here and there. And then the people get to know you and you don't feel like you're concealing pieces of yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a point where you, like you, you said, you were writing songs and you were, but you weren't performing them, mm-hmm. that you started to get to a point where you didn't believe in yourself? So my songwriting journey is really weird where I didn't write anything for the first 23 years of my life because I didn't know I was a songwriter. And then after I wrote my first song, like within a year, I had all the success. Like I played House of Blues, I played Viper Room, I played uh, Hard Rock Cafe. And then after that, I think I lost a little bit of confidence because I realized how hard it really was. Like Mm -hmm. being ignorant can actually be a really big blessing because you just go after things without realizing the actual treachery of the industry you're entering. And so once I did realize that, I hit a plateau with my music until very recently. And um, I think that realizing like it's now or never, like I turned 30 this past year, 2019, And I think my 20s were like a personal fight club. I was just like beating myself up the whole time. And once I turned 30, I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to live your life in fear? Are you going to let fear be in the driver's seat of your life? Or are you going to do what you've known you wanted to do since you were three? What would be worse, failing at what you want to do or never trying? Mm -hmm. And finally, I realized never trying would be actual hell. And I could never forgive myself for that. But I could definitely forgive myself for trying with all my might and failing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe succeeding. And oh, my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about the single Road to Glory. Yes. Now, which this has been a long road. Yeah. And this specific song, writing something like this, why was this the single? Why was this the song, you know, all these years? Because it's been years where we've been like, girl, why aren't you going to put a song on? It's been four and a half years. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a road. It's been a long road. So this, why this song? Because it's like the culmination of my entire journey. I wrote this when I was way younger. Most of it in an airplane, weirdly. Yeah, like I swear... um, I think sometimes with creativity we're like channeling a higher consciousness and in this case it really was because I didn't know what I was writing at that point I absolutely didn't know the road to glory like I thought life was so hard but realistically I was a 25 year old and I really hadn't suffered yet and so I feel like my younger self wrote it for my older self because it's it's the exact song I need right now yeah And so it's really about the hero's journey. It's about the long, painful climb to be the person and the artist that you want to be. And it's about taking all that pain and turning it into purpose and realizing that you're stronger for your suffering 
and that, you know, the road might go on forever, but as long as you just always keep going, it's worth it. And mm. you'll eventually get there. Now, we're going to get the video soon. December. Early December. I saw, okay. a, little, I saw a little clip. Oh. You did? I did. <laughs> but we're going to take a little listen right now. Uh, the audio track, yes, and check it out on YouTube and on all streaming platforms. Uh, it's Lauren Legrasso's The Road to Glory. Take a listen. For me isn't paved, it isn't smooth. I've got a light inside me, even though the sun is too. And I've been knocked off my feet, but I'm still crawling on my knees. I won't let go on the road to glory. Once you're my I'm soul, so on the road to glory. Shots of glass Tearing and ripping right through me Love lies But the truth has set me free As I softly whisper down I unveil what's underneath I am a warrior Oh, won't stop fighting I know the road before me Isn't paved, it isn't smooth I've got a light inside me Crawling on my knees, I won't let go. <laughs> on the road to glory. <laughs> Lauren LaGrasse on the road to glory. Y'all can check it out across all music streaming platforms, and I recommend y'all go down that, purchase that, do all that. You okay? know what I see in this song? Like, feature film. Oh, I love this you. This is like, you know, the football team. Coming of age. They're like, they just found this newfound, like, hope to win the championship, honey. Okay. And they, Come on, you better have a Disney they, story attached. Right, and, they, and they bring Denzel Washington. <laughs> Let's, get, Coach Carter. Let's get Denzel in. Coach Carter, too. <laughs> Was there a Coach Carter too? No, but we, okay. will have, we will have this song on there. Oh it. my gosh. I'm so... Yeah, that's the dream. It's like getting a placement. Yeah. Working on it. See, and I see this is. for you. So I'm speaking Thank you. Oh, let's visualize. Let's yes. visualize. And Manifestation. That's what we're doing yes. here tonight. Yes. But it's baby steps, you know? And again, yeah. and it's it's great. What I love about you, us, here at AfterBuzz is that we all met each other. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like a bunch of us... A bunch of kids meeting each other with these bags filled with so many promises and wishes and dreams and all this stuff and we all just kind of dumped them out on the table and happy birthday to the founder of Afterbus, Kevin Undergaro. Happy birthday, Kevin. Happy birthday Kevin. Shout we out love to you. you. Because he is somebody and it's so funny, You know, I know an Afterbuzzer when I not only see you but I've known you for so long and we have the same thing engraved in us and that's there's this gratitude and there's this this uh, childlike hope within us that we will not let go and it's all because of you Kevin honestly and I see that with you because I think you got to a time where you weren't comfortable with putting your music out and I'm so proud of you to see in these four years Mm -hmm. you finally get to that point where it's like you know what fuck what anyone has to say here it is 
you know, and I, I see that a lot for a lot of the older OGs, you know, finally building that confidence and saying, like, you know, I, I want to take that step. I want to take that next jump. Um, and you are a role model in that in that aspect of it for taking this journey and putting your, your everything into your dreams mm-hmm. and working that nine to five so that you can fuel the dream. Yeah, they're you your know? investor. Yeah. Yeah. And, my, and talk on it because right. you did say that. Actually, now I'm thinking like, you did say this to me. Yeah. Talk about the investment. Okay, so my friend Raina taught me the best thing. Your job, you know, you could complain about it and be like, oh, I gotta go to my job. Or you could reframe it in your head to being your investor. Every great company needs an investor. Mm -hmm. And if you can look at your job that way, it goes from being like this thing that you have to do that's taking you away from your dream to the thing that's actually enabling you to do your dream. I love that. And I try to change my brain, bitch, every time I do this. So every time I say, oh, I have to do this, I'm like, okay, wait. Check it, bitch. I get to do these things. <laughs> right. so I'm, I'm always grateful about the things I'm able to do. You right. Know? And that's, it's important for all of us to kind of get like that because I think we live in a society where media trains us to have that... Look at, look at the Kardashians. Look at this. It's almost yeah. something that seems unattainable, right? But we're living our... Literally every person in this room is living their dream. We have all taken a step towards becoming the best version of ourselves um and you all inspire me for that and i'm so thankful to be a part of this show and to be able to give a platform to be able for all of us to fucking be here and just fucking be amazing creatives um so 2020 i saw that your main goal is to make sure that you finish an entire project yeah gotta finish the whole thing so let's talk about New Year's and resolutions <laughs> that we never keep up with. So this one, we're going to yeah. keep up with this. Because well, you have yeah, to at I this have point. to. Like, I, I, I well, stated it. Well, you on live TV now, so yeah. you have to. Right. 2020, the rest of the songs are coming out. Jenna, what's good with you? <laughs> uh, I'm working on being more organized. Oh, that's good. Like, I, I that feel like too. organization has a place in being successful. You can't, like, receive a blessing when your shit's all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of re- you gotta open it up that space and receive that blessing. So being organized, reading more, praying more, mm-hmm. and, like, being in the present for me yeah being in the present is probably for me the most difficult because i think i am such a big picture person that i'm always jumping to that like okay but what are the steps and it's like bro you already know the steps come back down here live in the moment you know and that's again i look to you and i see you on the set of your music video and i look at that like you know cuz i'm trying to put, bitch i've been trying to put Jesse's house out for how too long okay but it's coming it's shot it's filmed it's coming but i love and i respect you and what was that final push for you that was like this is it right now i have to take it i have the money i have my investment right now is the moment because i i'm ready to feel life push me in that way well I knew everything that I had done like the music was finally as good as it possibly could be like if I had put out my album four years ago and I started it would have been a shit show Mm -hmm. I was not the kind of artist that I needed to be to sustain a five song EP I didn't know myself first of all as a person didn't know Mm -hmm. myself as an artist and my voice wasn't good enough I had to take these voice lessons that taught me okay I don't know if you know this I'm going to give you a little pro tip right now you gotta sing from the pelvic floor, not just the diaphragm. Where is that? So you know a kegel? 
the pussy, the pussy popping. But you, you want to do it? the. It sounds transintuitive, but you want to do the opposite of a kegel, so and then you lift so your like soft palate. Well, you don't want to go that far. For a gay male, nearly a fart, but <laughs> not quite, and that that gives you the support so that you don't lose your voice. <laughs> And then you lift the soft palate. So, so sing anyway, from the pussy. Basically, you want to sing from your other lips. But that really, it was a game changer for me. Because okay. I started singing from this place of depth versus, like, I was singing from my throat before. And so then I was singing from, like, the root chakra, you know, bringing up that earth energy. Okay, It girl. changed everything. Bitch had titanium in her body. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, she got a whole EP in there. Basically. I had an EP in the vag. So, and now we're letting it out. And now we're letting it out. Unleash your inner creative. Unleash your inner creative. <laughs> so, I needed to learn to become a better singer. I need to learn to become a better artist. Uh, the other thing was that the music, like a year ago, it was ready to come out. Okay. Like 2018 was ready, but then I got the same note from two separate people that said. Your vocals aren't good enough still, mm. and we need. And not to say I wasn't a good enough vocalist, but like the vocals on the track needed to be stronger. And this track sounds dated, so we had to start over again. Mm. And so finally, in fall of 2019, I'm like, okay, this is actually as good as I can do. Like I win the most improved superlative. I'm ready to push this out into the world because I feel it is truly representative of me as a human, as an artist, and it's exactly what I want to say right now. And if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Look at that. You said four years, right? That's mm-hmm. high school. Yep. Boom. She Boom. graduated. Graduated, honey, honey buns. <laughs> Road to glory. <laughs> well, I'm excited for everything you have coming up. And now I'm like, I got this fire in me now. So I'm, gonna be, I'm really going to be organized Ladies with Ladies and gentlemen, Jenna, coming out with a track next yeah. week. On the road. <laughs> and I love that, too, because, you know, even in even the first segment, uh, Gia was talking about being the underdog and, yeah. you know, really stepping forward. And you talk about that. And, and uh, you, there was this questionnaire I read, and you talked about being that voice for the underdog. Yeah. And that's what you felt. I just want people to know that it's never too late for them, mm-hmm. that there's power in being a late bloomer because you have all this buildup mm. and pain and, like, oh, an ability to relate to other people. That being an underdog is a gift because you fucking fought yes. for it. You know, so that's what this song is about. Is about it's about teaching people that no matter who they are, no matter where they are, they can fight for their dreams. And if they just keep going, I, I actually I said don't give up earlier, but I don't like using that because you're always hearing give up, give up, give up. So I like to replace it with always keep going, always yes. keep going, always keep going. And if you do that, you're on the road to glory. I love it. I love you. I, I love you so camera much. Right here, tell everyone where they can follow you and where they can yes. purchase Road to Glory. Absolutely, you can follow me at Lauren Lagrasso everywhere. Lauren Lagrasso. Com. I have a show coming up on uh, the 6th of December at Bar 20 on Sunset Boulevard, 8 p.m., so join me. And you can buy Road to Glory wherever music is streaming. Download on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, all the places. It's there. Boom! Amen. <laughs> yeah. right, Thank you for coming through. Thank you for having me. I adore you. I think you're the most talented human on earth. And I just, again, like this album release couldn't have happened without your vision. So I'm thank obsessed. you. I love you. Thank you for coming, Miss Gia. Thank you for coming through. Yes. Jayla, where can everyone follow you? What a wonderful conversation okay. we had today. I got so much done. I'm so ready. <laughs> Look, but yes. Jay ain't come to my Thanksgiving because uh, the bitch gonna be over there with a uh, saltless turkey. She needs her ham. <laughs>
Saul is turning on some hands. Right. Well, I won't be cooking this Thanksgiving, but I will be eating and I'll be posting all my great food. Follow me. <laughs> all someone else's great food. Right, that part. So follow me on Instagram at Who's Jalen Rocks. That's two X's three if you nasty. Yeah, but you're not. So make sure you guys hit us over after us tonight across all streaming platforms. And hit me up at DJ Jesse J. And remember, only you can prevent your dreams from coming true. Ooh, yes. Till next Bye. week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 